Welcome to the Daring Living Podcast, where we have honest conversations about personal growth, how to create success, and what it means to live a joyful and daring life. I'm your host, Certified Life Coach, Shirley Huang. Hey everybody, how are you doing today? Last week, I came on and I talked about how to follow your schedule. And after talking about it, I realized there is so many more things that I can really share about this. And I have so many ideas about this. I feel so fired up. So I'm making an extension of what we talked about last week. And today I'm going to share with you 10 ways of how you can make your weekly schedule work for you in a way that feels true for you and in a way in a way that feels aligned and kind of like just some nuggets of wisdom here and there to help you really create a schedule in a way that uh work for you and that it is a lot easier for your brain to follow okay so here is the first tip i have for you when you are planning your weekly schedule i want you to start small and meet yourself at where you are So what our brain loves to do is we like to jump from zero to a hundred. It's either all or nothing. And that is going to show up in your schedule too. If you are someone who hasn't been planning for a while and you want to get back into planning, what you're going to want to do immediately is to create an extensive plan of what your entire week is going to look like to plan out put everything on your calendar and that works you can do that for sure but don't expect that you're going to follow through with everything because it's just how it is there is too many changes going on in your week you're trying to follow every single item that is on your list and that is going to overwhelm your brain, even though your brain has, even though in the beginning, your brain will really want to do that, but you're not going to follow through with everything. That's just like, it's just given, right? So what you want to do instead is you want to start small. You want to meet yourself at where you are. Maybe you want to start creating a habit of exercising regularly. So instead of putting in three or four times to exercise this week to go out and go for a run what you can do is you can put in just 10 minutes of push-up again a day right or go out and go for a walk every weekend that's all that you need to do and then you can start slowly start building up from there and add that into your schedule and make sure you follow through with that so Don't go all out and plan, go out for a run for one hour every day because for sure that is not going to work. So this is how you want to think about your schedule. You want to meet yourself at where you are. The point is for you to be able, for it to be easier for your brain to follow instead of making it 100% perfect and trying to do all of it at one go. Working on your schedule being a weekly schedule, um, maybe it is a habit schedule that you are creating for yourself, whatever it is, it is always a process. It is a work in progress. And you are always changing and tweaking and editing the week, your schedule, so that you are making it work for you. 
right? Your schedule is an ongoing journey. It's not a perfect destination every time. In fact, I don't think it will ever be perfect because every week your schedule is going to look different. Every week, what you want to create that week and what's important for you that week, it will slowly shift depending on what's happening in your life, right? So don't jump from zero to hundred. It does not work. Start small, meet yourself at where you are. Now, the next thing that I want to offer when you are creating your weekly schedule is this. You get to create a schedule however the F you want. <laughs> okay, really plan it in a way that works for you, not in a way where you think you're supposed to do things. If naturally you are a night owl, if naturally you just have more inspiration, more energy at night, then I want you to put the things that you want to create at night instead of putting it at 7 a.m. in the morning. If you know for sure that you are not a morning person, then don't put what is important to you and what you want to do in the morning, right? So create your schedule in a way that follows the natural rhythm of how you do things, the natural rhythm of where your energy lies. And know that after this one week, you might realize that you want to try something else. So you go back and tweak it, make it um, for you, right? Maybe instead of waking up one hour earlier, you want to make wake up uh, 30 minutes earlier instead. Make it a lot easier for your brain to ease into the new schedule to make it work for you. The next thing that I want to offer for your weekly schedule is this. I want you to put in your self-care activities and your personal commitment to yourself. The reason why we are so reluctant to plan for our week, why we are so reluctant to uh, even have a schedule at all is because we are only adding into our schedule the required tasks, the things that we think we're supposed to do. We only adding work-related things. We add in appointments and meetings with other people. And we never add in, like, we don't do this. This is not the first thing that come up in our mind is to add in things that we want to commit to ourselves. Your calendar is for you. If you don't have your personal activities on there, and if you don't have things that you enjoy doing on your schedule, on your calendar every week, and if you only have work-related things on there, if you only have meetings and requirements, then of course you're not going to want to feel excited when you're looking at your schedule, right? If all of the things on there does not light you up and does not make you feel good, then you're not going to want to plan. You're not going to want to continue to work on your schedule. You're not going to feel excited when you open up your schedule and to look at it. And also, if on your calendar, if it doesn't have your personal commitments with yourself, if it only has appointments and it only has work or the things that you're doing for other people, then that shows that you are prioritizing other people's tasks and appointments more than your own. It shows that their events is more important. So that's why you put it on the calendar so that you can keep track of it. But for your own commitment and your own project, your own habits that you want to create for yourself, 
Like it's not that important. That's why you don't have to plan for it, right? Subconsciously, this is what you're doing, even though you're not like uh, being conscious about it. But this is really what like you're suggesting when you don't have the things that you enjoy on your calendar, when you don't make it a priority. Then it just suggests that other things are so much more important than what's actually important to you. What, uh, what actually, what you actually want to create, right? Okay, now here is my next suggestion for you: is this have one calendar for everything. I truly, truly, highly recommend this to just have one calendar for everything, because there is only one of you, <laughs> right? There is one of only one of you. And you can only have so much time in a week. And when you have a calendar and a schedule that helps you just look at the overall of your week at a glance of what's going to happen this week, of what's going to happen next week, this is going to help make things so much easier for you and for your brain. When your brain's just like, okay, I have something to, um, like. Like I just need to look at this entire calendar and I'm good, right? I find this in some of my clients too. Is that some of them they have multiple different calendars? They have one for work, they have one for personal items, and they also have an agenda. And like it's it's great. Do whatever works for you. But I want you to think about your brain having to juggle between everything and to make sure that things do not overlap each other and to make sure that things are working out. Um, like there is just one more obstacle for your brain to having to overcome, to needing to jump from one place to another, and that's why like uh the calendar I always recommend is to use GCal Google Calendar because you can color code the tasks on there. So it's like okay, work related items green green, right? Um, if it's family time, then that's pink. If it's Uh, my own commitments and screen whatever, meetings yellow right. It helps you be more organized and help you keep everything in one place for your brain to be easier to keep track of everything and like that is my recommendation right. Do whatever works for you. My recommendation is that to have one calendar for everything. Okay, so we are on to the fifth tip I have for you is this. Create designated days for yourself, because this will be easier for your brain. Any type of change for your brain is going to require energy. It's going to be hard, and your brain does not want to like shift gear. Once your brain is on, it just wants to continue to do that thing. It wants to keep on repeating what it's used to, and what it's familiar with. So we want to use this. Side of the brain for us, and one way that you can do it is to create specific designated days in your week. So this might look like, for example, I have specific days where I take coaching calls, where I take meetings, where I take appointments, and I have one to two days in my week where I just like do not see anyone at all. <laughs> like it is my. Designated content creation day. It is my designated day for myself, where my brain is just focusing on myself. And so you can think about this, right? Which days do you want to take calls? If you 
are in a work environment that requires you to have meetings, to have calls, which days do you want to take calls, and which days do you want to just spend replying emails and working on your own stuff? Because it helps your brain to not need to constantly shift gears, right? It's kind of like you know how. When you sometimes when you come home from work, it's a lot harder for your brain to switch from work time to family time, right? So if you have a designated day, one or two days in your week that's just for family time, then that will really work because your brain will be like, okay, this is my rest day, this is my family day, and you can just be fully on and fully in the present moment. So okay, yeah, so this will really help you. Now the next. Tip I have for you when you are scheduling your calendar is this: I want you to put in the results that you would like to create in your calendar. So what does that look like? Often, when we are putting things into our calendar, we put it in a way where it's like a little bit ambiguous, and we just put in the events instead of putting what we would like to get done. So instead of putting emails. In your calendar, I want you to put in write three emails, right? Or you put reply five emails. Notice how I'm being very specific, and I'm focusing on the results. What result would you like to create within that time slot, right? So instead of putting cleaning in that hour, I want you to put in clean living room. It's more results oriented. And it shows your brain exactly what you would like to accomplish, and what you would like to get done within that period. And this will really help your brain to like focus on the results instead of oh, this is just one hour for me to spend time with my emails, <laughs> right? It's more results oriented, and this will help you to really show off your schedule and follow through and really get the things done. So the next tip I have for you is this.、Uh, it's kind of similar to before. To be specific, to、uh, put in the results that you would like to create, and is this to break down big items into small doable tasks, because it's going to be so much easier for our brain. Anything that's too big that you put into your calendar. Your brain will resist it because your brain will be confused about it. Your brain will feel overwhelmed about it, right? So, for example, if you put in your calendar like work on podcast, your brain will be like,、oh, "What does that even mean? <laughs> There's so many things I have to do." Instead, you want to break it down into small steps, such as research topic, write one outline, record one episode, edit and publish one episode. Right, it's results oriented. It is small doable tasks that tells your brain exactly what needs to be done this week. So this doesn't overwhelm your brain. And also, when you can break down big tasks into small doable items that's specific, like your brain loves to check out thing, check off things. So it's like okay, this done, done, done. Check, check, check. Really creates that energy and builds up that momentum for your brain to want to keep going. Okay, now this next tip is super super important. It is this: you want to make time weekly to evaluate your week and to tweak it. 
evaluating your week and reflecting on how it has been this week is going to really help you to think about okay how can i uh, how was my week right how has this been what has been working what hasn't been working what am i going to do differently so that i can change my schedule in a way that works for me and and you want to create a specific time to evaluate and to make adjustments necessary oftentimes when we do not follow our schedule is we create a plan for that week and then next week we try to follow the same schedule or next week we just kind of left it there and then we start following through with it and then we they just fell off our schedule right so weekly it's a it's a intentional process for you to look at your week evaluate it think about how you can make it better next week and then do it again a week after and a week after because every week you're going to have new things life happens and you're going to have to readjust your week again right and think about how you can make it better the next time again it is always a work in progress it's like going to a gym right Every week you go to a gym to exercise. You, you don't go to a gym one time and then you try to do it and then you just didn't do it the next couple of weeks. And then like it just doesn't work. It, it's not how you, what you do to tone up that muscle to maintain that fitness, the, the kind of body that you would like to have. And this is the same thing of how you want to think about your week. Planning your week is always a work in progress and it's not going it's not something that you just do for one week and then you're done with it. Okay, now the next tip, similar to make time weekly to evaluate, I want you to also make time weekly to plan your week. When you are planning your week, what you are doing is you are making decisions ahead of time. And when we are making decisions ahead of time, we are able to activate the part of our brain that is used for planning, that is used for logical thinking, that is more future focused. When we do not plan our week, when in the moment we are making decisions, a lot of them will come from your primitive, the primitive part of your brain that is telling you, giving you reasons and excuses for you to not do it and for you to just do what feels more comfortable and what do what your brain is used to. And this is why the, the more you can practice planning your week ahead of time, the more you can access this part of your brain and really train it so that you know how to be more future-oriented and be more future-focused. And this is also something that I love about planning my week every week is that if something comes up, let's say a friend reach out and want to meet up for dinner, or let's say uh, you know something comes, comes up and I'm wondering if I can do this, if it's not on my calendar this week, then I give myself the permission that I don't have to do it. Really, I don't have to do it. And I move it to next week or the next week uh, or the week after, right? Because I always want to honor my schedule. Of course, it's like if something very important comes up, then of course I'm going to make time for it. But most of the time, I'm going to try to honor my schedule and 
like if it's on my cal not on my calendar, then I don't have to do it. Like I just give myself the permission to do that, and I move the event to the week after, or I just like decide not to do it at all. It gives me a perspective and help me to set that boundary when I need to, and it also really helps me create that relationship with myself where I. Honor my schedule because everything is already planned out, and if it's not on my schedule, I'm willing to just not do it or move it to the week after. Okay, so so far I have shared with you nine ways to make your weekly schedule work for you, and let me just do a quick summary before I go on to the very last one. So the first tip is to start small, meet yourself at where you are, and then you want to.、Uh, You get to create a schedule that works for you, however you want. And the third tip is to put in self-care activities and your personal commitments with yourself in your schedule. And the fourth tip is to have one calendar for everything. The fifth tip is to create designated days, where it's just a lot easier for your brain, so that your brain doesn't have to switch the mode. Around, and the fifth tip is to put in results that you would like to create for yourself. And the fifth tip is to calendar in your results, the results you would like to create instead of the events. And the sixth tip is to break down big items into smaller doable tasks. The seventh tip is to make time weekly. For evaluation, and the eighth tip is to make time weekly for planning. Okay, now the very last one. Oh, I think I <laughs> I probably missed one number, but that's okay. Okay, the the last tip I have for you is this, and I really really believe this is the most important. Is you want to work on creating intentional thoughts about your schedule. All of the tips I share with you above. They will work for you only when you have the right mindset about your schedule and about how you look at your week. It is like kind of like what I said in the previous episode about how to follow your schedule. If looking at your schedule, if it makes you feel exhausted and tired and reluctant, then you're not going to want to do it. Right, and the reason why it makes you feel that way, it could be one of some of the reasons above. Maybe, for example, you're not adding in time for self care, you're not adding in time for yourself. But really, it comes down to how you're thinking about your schedule, right? If you're thinking this is going to be a lot of work,、um, this is so tiring, I don't want to do this. My schedule sucks. I don't know how to plan. I don't like planning. Planning is hard. Like if these are all the thoughts that you have about scheduling and planning, and how you're thinking when you're looking at your week, then for sure you're not going to want to continue with it and follow through with your schedule. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you some of the thoughts that have worked for me, and some of the thoughts that you can deliberately practice thinking about on your own when you are planning your week, when you are looking at your schedule. Okay, these are thoughts like, I love my schedule. 
My schedule is my roadmap to success. My schedule is a tool for me to become my future self. I want to have a plan. I want to have a schedule because I love having a structure. It makes me feel in control. My schedule does not control me. I decide what I want to do every day, and every day I can decide to follow my schedule or not. My schedule does not have to look like anyone else's. My schedule gets to feel light, exciting, and fun. These are the thoughts that I intentionally think about when I look at my schedule. And if you want to make your schedule work for you, you want to start from what you're thinking already right now about your schedule, and you really want to just be aware of them and be intentional about it, and decide to create a different story and create a different relationship that you want to create with your schedule. Right, like for example, when I look at my schedule, I just love my schedule so much because I'm like, thank you so much for being here, so that I don't have to keep everything in my head. <laughs> I don't have to feel so anxious thinking about what to do next because I have my schedule here supporting me. I love my schedule so much, and that's why I want to take care of it every week. I want to evaluate what's going, what's what has happened this week. I want to plan ahead for next week. Right, I want to be very deliberate and very intentional with it, and. And I'm able to follow my schedule or not follow my schedule because I love my schedule and I love the story and the thoughts that I'm thinking when I'm looking at my schedule. So again, having the right man- mindset about your week and about your schedule, and feeling the right emotions when you are looking at your week, when you are looking at what is on your calendar, that is going to help you so much. And it's going to make it a lot easier for you to want to plan your week and for you to want to follow your schedule. All right, I hope that makes sense. I hope this has been helpful for you. This has been a lot of information. I'm sure of it. So, if it feels too overwhelming, I want you to just pick one thing that you got out of this podcast. Pick one thing that you got out of this episode today and go and implement that. Run with that tip, and that is all that you need. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you next week. Bye. Hey, if you have been a longtime listener of the Daring Living podcast and have found these episodes helpful, then I would appreciate it so much if you can head on over to Apple Podcasts and help leave a rating and review. The rating will really help more people to discover the show, so that they too can benefit from learning about the power of the brain, how to think differently about their problems, and how to change their lives for the better. Join me on this mission to help thousands of people live a more daring and joyful life. Your review is so so appreciated. Thank you so much. Bye.